0: Welcome back to Nurmer Nurmer. In this week's episode, Alexis and I fall deep into the world of NFTs. NFTs, as we explained in the episode, are non-fungible tokens, basically just pieces of digital art that are bought and sold with irreplaceable encryptions that make each piece of art a -a one-of-a-kind thing. Even though anyone could technically take a screenshot or screen recording and have the same piece of art, the difference is that Only the actual NFT holds any value. Alexis and I were already talking about NFTs before we realized that SNL just recently did a skit where Pete Davidson and Chris Redd recreate Eminem's Without Me music video from 2002 with an NFT theme. It turns out that almost all of the silly NFTs mentioned by SNL in the skit are only a hair off, like so similar to the artist Beeple, his work, He does NFTs and they did a bunch of silly, silly things on SNL, but he also does super trolly art pieces. Beeple is a grade A troll. And I love this because if NFTs have any lasting power whatsoever, he will be well regarded in history as like a major pioneer of this form of art. I took a visit to Beeple's website and his Wikipedia page and found out that Beeple, unsurprisingly, is a man named Mike Winkleman and he just looks like an IT guy, but he's really good at digital art. He was born in 1981, which means he's 39 years young at the time of this recording. And even though he's been referred to as, like, a Guggenheim of NFTs, his website is literally called Beeplecrap.com. When you open his, (laughs) when you open the homepage, you get a message to join his mailing list, like, typical webpage stuff. And it says, join the over... 200 billion plus people have subscribed the shit out of this mailing list and immediately became instantly hot AF, F F F, 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 exclamation point, exclamation point, one, one, one. And, like, I feel like I should have expected that, but I didn't. And none of it's capitalized. And his bio at the bottom of the page is, Mike Winkleman makes a variety of art crap across a variety of media. Some of it's okay, but a lot of it blows ass. He's working on making it suck less every day, though, so bear with him. And... I just want to say that his art is, like, stunning. It's very detailed. He clearly understands how to make art. But it is all digital, and he makes, like, really silly content. When you go to the Nifty Gateway, and I think this is only as of today, he's doing, like, a new auction. (laughs) But the message for Nifty Gateway for his new option is... (laughs) Okay, so we're going balls deep on this motherfucker. 21 single edition auctions throughout the weekend, three open editions for five minutes, and a $1 edition of 100 Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Save some blockchain for the rest of us, bro. That's his... I just... He's a troll. He makes really technical digital art with totally absurd themes, which is what SNL was playing off of in the skit. Some of his real NFTs are Spongebob Hillary pants, which went for $55,000. Tom Hanks beating the shit out of coronavirus, which went for $107,000, and Passion of the Elon, where Elon Musk is hanging from across on the moon. That one went for $116,000. If you click on one to see the whole purchasing page, I'm clicking on Shrek 2, spelled T-O-O, you find the artist note. Okay, it's just Shrek showing villagers his penis. Let's not go rosebud on this one. And, uh, There's an artist note with all of them, and they're all kind of silly like that. Not every single NFT that people make or on every hosting site comes with a physical token, but Beeple sends one along with the NFT. They all have the same message for the details of the physical token that Beeple has written. It says, an interface-free, always-on physical artifact of the NFT featuring a signed numbered titanium backplate with hidden authentication numbers, an MF baller-ass box with certificate of ownership and cleaning cloth, Authentic Beeple hair sample with an asterisk that leads to totes promise it's not pubes. <laughs> um, And then like QR code links and it ships in two weeks and some other technical stuff. Obviously with a lot of these, there's only one. So like there's only one NFT of Shrek showing the villagers his penis. That auction has already ended and the final price for it was $90,000. So needless to say, this dude is a certified troll slash genius. I both admire him and despise him. He's currently... Like, probably the richest person from cryptocurrency at the moment. If you heard about the NFT that sold for $69 million, that was people. Alexis and I are just noobs on the internet, but we successfully break down what an NFT is in this episode. If you want to connect with us more online, which I think you should, there's a link tree in the show notes, or you can find us on Instagram, find relevant links, and if you want to throw us a couple bucks to keep the show going. My leg is still broken, and I'm still out of work, so really a couple dollars helps a lot. I'm also going to link the SNL skit and Beeple's website in the show notes, so you can go see this stuff for yourself if you want to, and uh, I'll link the original Eminem video, too. So, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Okay, diving right in. Great. What is going on with Pete Davidson and SNL?
1: <laughs> uh Pete Davidson plays M M. That's his thing now, right? Right. It's like uh oh shoot, I'm like Kate McKinnon and Justin Bieber. Except <laughs> it's Pete Davidson and Eminem and doing songs from twenty years ago. See like they did it once with the stand thing. And that was funny, right?
0: And I think it also brought the song back to the charts or something. Yeah, but doing it twice now we're doing something.
1: Now it's a, it's becoming if they do it a third time, that means Pete Davidson's just Eminem now. That means Pete Davidson's a serial killer.
0: The thing is, we didn't.
1: I mean, isn't that how serial killers work? After three kills, or is it seven? How many kills make a serial killer? <laughs> I think it's probably three. Sounds
0: right. Different. Influences. I would accept
1: the number three.
0: Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yep. I guess it's, it's
1: that. It's three. Did presume, you it? So yep. I didn't know this. How many kills make a serial killer? But not all at once. No, no, no. If you just murder three people.
0: Right. So he's murdering
1: in two or more separate In two or more separate events, or over a period of time.
0: Yeah, that's messed up. It's not like they have an Eminem episode where he just knocks them all down. He's doing it over and over.
1: Right. So if he does a third one, he's a... Uh... Also, apparently Eminem loves it.
0: Uh, Another way of putting it is two's a coincidence, three's a trend. But I like your thing.
1: Two's a couple, three's a party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. See? So a third time. Keep your eye out. Pete Davidson does Eminem for a third time. We're screwed. Yep. My big question is... Pete Davidson is notoriously good friends with Machine Gun Kelly. Right. When he's dressed as Eminem, does Machine Gun Kelly beef with him?
1: Oh, I didn't even think about that part. That's a good point.
0: Is he like, does he just treat him like Eminem? Because it's a pretty good impression. It is. Is he like, ah, you dissed my family on a track or whatever happened? And then Pete's like, no, no, it's me, Pete Davidson.
1: <laughs> do you think Pete Davidson, like, FaceTimes him while he's getting ready?
0: I do. <laughs> and then he sings lyrics to the real Slim Shady. And MGK is triggered. Yeah. Yeah, Are that's what I think friends? happened.
1: Maybe they're not. Maybe that's why. And they must still be friends. Why wouldn't wouldn't we
0: have heard about that? That would have been the friend breakup of a century.
1: No, I think people would be more upset if it were John Mulaney and Pete Davidson were beefing.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, it's weird though because MGK and Pete Davidson. Uh, this is I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but they look so similar. They just look like douchey, scrawny. They look white like dude. people who
1: would hang out together.
0: Yeah, and then that is what Eminem was at that age. Yeah, yeah. So I think it just points to the fact that 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 machine gun kelly m&m feud is just stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah because pete davidson is basically looks like mgk and he can play a spot on m&m so let's be real clearly you're all the same person
1: it's like if uh hold on let me get this thought together it's like if meek mill's best friend started doing six nine impressions dead on
0: <laughs> oh man, if my best friend started doing spot on 6ix9ine impressions,
1: <laughs> I'd be triggered. Yeah, they ch- they changed the lyrics of 6ix9ine songs to, to be yeah. about current events. Who else has beef? Ew,
0: I got on this rabbit hole yesterday of trying to. Okay, so in the past, we were- it was when we were talking about uh, did Lana Del Rey invent music? Right. I asked, did Drake invent being sad? He didn't. He didn't. No it was way. Kanye. It was, Kanye invented being sad in hip-hop. Interesting. Um, But I think via Kid Cudi. So I think Kanye made kind of opened a door for Kid Cudi that eventually he would have found the door himself. I'm not saying he wouldn't have made it, but <laughs> I think that Kid Cudi really did it first but like through Kanye and then Drake just is like so... Uh, Drake... I like Drake's music. Drake wouldn't exist without Kanye.
1: Oh, 100%. I, for sure... Um, yeah. That's interesting. I've never thought about Kanye opening the door for sad rap.
0: Because of that sad that uh, that one album about heartbreaks. 808s.
1: I never thought mm-hmm. about it that way.
0: That was the kickoff. Hmm. And then you get Kid Cudi and Drake out of that album. Hmm. Interesting. But... Apparently, Drake and Kanye are off and on all the time. I was going to make a joke about if Drake's friend started doing a Kanye impression. but
1: Or like if Taylor Swift's friend did a Kanye impression.
0: I think but the difference, too, is that Machine Gun Kelly, Pete Davidson, and Eminem are all demographically identical. They're probably all (laughs) the same exact height. (laughs) They're like made out of a clone. That's also a good point. And they all bleach their hair and... Probably have ugly driver's license photos, tattoos. No dad.
1: <laughs> Maybe for different reasons, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, or anyways, no <laughs> similar thing going on. All right, that's all, all right. I'm trying to say. They all kind of sound identical. Yeah, it's fucked up. They probably wear the same shoe size, same clothing size, same hat
1: diameter. Like if you walked into. Any of their, like, closets. He probably, like, the average eye couldn't guess who's was whose, Except Machine Gun Kelly might have some, like, emo boy stuff.
0: Yeah, and Eminem might have some stuff that's really old.
1: <laughs> yeah. Eminem might have some, like, K-Swiss.
0: But somehow, this similarity that, you know, ruined MGK's life is keeping Pete Davidson's career, so.
1: Yeah, he's finally getting skits that aren't the same person. Chad. That he's finally getting skits that aren't either Chad or him just talking on weekend update as a young person.
0: Right. <laughs> talking about
1: his breakup with the Ariana Grande right. on weekend update. <laughs> yeah. So good, point. good good for him? Whose idea do you think it was? His <laughs>
0: Or Chris <laughs> Red? Have you seen Chris Red going on? <laughs> I have. It's so good. (laughs) So, apparently, every time Chris Red has a skit on SNL, which is actually almost every episode he's involved, almost every rap, at least, he's involved, Mm -hmm. the coverage of it, when there's, like, headlines or, like, whoever's like, did you see this SNL skit? They always leave out Chris Red as involved. They always do, because, oh, who knows why. But he's been tweeting about it. And being really funny about it. And he was like, I could probably leak a dick pic and no one would recognize my face from it.
1: Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm glad he's saying it. It's true.
0: Yeah. And then somebody, maybe it was like Variety, somebody then put up an article that was like, <laughs> it was talking about the NFT skit and it said, Chris Red and a few other guys were in the skit. Oh, that's funny. And they didn't name the other people. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, SNL, I have defended so much throughout my life, and I've defended Pete Davidson quite a bit. It was hard to watch this NFTs one. I felt like overwhelming physical embarrassment when I saw it at first. Because, first of all, everything about NFT includes vocabulary that's so geeky and hard to understand. <clears throat> it's just raw economics vocabulary and there's no like fun way to say any of it yet except for nft but no one knows what that stands for and once you try to figure that out then you're already as deep in an economics lesson but yeah so watching him as eminem rapping about cryptocurrency i felt really embarrassed like secondhand embarrassed
1: it was uh did you see the whole skit yeah yeah, it was really it was really rough and weird. They were like in an economics class, and Pete Davidson raises his, his little Robin hand.
0: Yeah, he's dressed like Robin from Batman, but he has a P instead of an R. Right. So he's there as himself, but also as Robin, but also as Eminem. That part right. was hard to digest.
1: Isn't Eminem dressed as Robin in part of it?
0: He probably is. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Gotta be Batman. He's not built for
1: it. <laughs> right. Right. The thing that. Eminem, Pete Davidson, and MGK have in common is none of them can dress up as Batman. They're always the Robin. Oh, you know what?
0: He totally is dressed as Robin in this video. And it's all, uh, yeah, every outfit actually is an outfit that Pete Davidson wore. Oh my god, I didn't even realize the guy driving the
1: car looks like Morpheus. Either way, it was uncomfortable to watch. (laughs) It was really upsetting. Also, considering for the past few weeks, I've been trying to understand what NFT is. And then there comes Pete Davidson.
0: Just explaining it. Yeah. In the Without Me video. And they also have Chris Redd doing a Morpheus impression. And then, that- See, why would they go that hard on a video from a thousand million years ago? I know it's not actually that old, because even we knew that that was probably what was in the video. Right. Oh, it's so strange. It's such a strange choice. Oh, yeah, he is. So anyways, Pete Davidson's in the economics class. He raises his hand. He asks Kate McKinnon, who's playing an elderly economics teacher or... No, she's playing the treasurer of the secretary. Tre- secretary. Some,
1: yeah. Something See, like I'm, that. They like... Yeah, they were like uh, guest speakers or something, right?
0: Yeah. And he asked her what an NFT is. And then, you know, they're doing these cutaways to these raps. And Chris Red's Morpheus and Jack Harlow's there for some reason. I assume he's the musical guest in that episode.
1: Yeah. Hey, do you know anything about Jack Harlow?
0: I have definitely looked him up exactly once, probably 8 to 12 months ago.
1: In his music, (laughs) I don't know anything about him. (laughs) In one of his performances, like, a quarter of the way into one of the songs, Adam Levine comes out, and they're singing to each other, and it just has real uh, Nelly and Tim McGraw vibes. Oh, I like that a lot. When I I say that, I mean in the comments that are like, wow, I never knew they loved each other so much. Right. That type of vibe. (laughs) I was like, "Who is this?" But so
0: that happened in the SNL
1: in one of his performances of the night because he Project. was the musical guest. It wasn't bad; it was it was good, but it was just it really caught me off guard. Um, Do you know what an NFT is?
0: Yeah, so it's a non fungible token. First of all, a couple things here. One. This feels like an episode of Black Mirror. It feels like I, for the first time, might understand what it felt like to go from not having a computer to having a computer because so many of the words are foreign to me. Mm-hmm. And I have to look up so much to understand even kind of what's happening. Non-fungible is different than fungible. Bitcoin is fungible because it can be like replaced. It's not a specific thing. The way that it was described online was if you take a cup of water from a lake you dump the water back and you take another cup of water, your cup of water is full both times, but it might not be the exact same water. And that doesn't matter. So like with Bitcoin, it's like, okay, you have 10 and then you have eight and then you have 12, but it's not like the same exact coins. It's not physical coins or anything. It's all cryptocurrency, obviously, but with an NFT, it's not fungible. So it's just one thing, okay. piece of art or GIF or meme or, song even with like maybe animation that you can buy once and you can resell later if you want to but the thing that gets tricky about it is that digital images can be recreated you can own the one that's the official nft and a million other people could own the same image or gif but they don't own the one that's worth anything because the one that's worth something is encoded in a blockchain never heard of a blockchain still don't know what it is But it's somehow encrypted to have value. The one that you have has value. Right. The the reason people were talking about it recently is because apparently the NFT trade made $250 million in 2020. Who the F, first of all, (laughs) was doing that in 2020? I do not know. That's like dark web shit, the fact that people were doing this in 2020. But... Apparently, the reason that it's on everybody's tongue and that we were finally forced to look it up at the same time as SNL finally cared is that there was an NFT that sold for almost 70 million dollars and it was just one. And so people were like, oh, crap, this is real.
1: Right. So NFT, it's not like, can you it's not a type of currency or anything like that. It's like owning art.
0: It's like owning art.
1: Yeah, the way like the whole copy thing made it made sense to me was just like comparing it to buying actual pieces of art. Right. So like a Van Gogh, you can look, you can see like in the in the brush strokes to see if it's like a real, a real one or a copy. And that's would that's how what the blockchain would be. Whatever that means. Right. Or like in
0: Animal Crossing, when Red sells you a painting, you take it to Blathers the Owl, and Blathers says, Oh, this is real or oh, this is a fake, because he has a keen eye for art appraisal.
1: Is there a way to know when they're
0: real to the Not to my knowledge. Mm. I know that in past versions of Animal Crossing there was absolutely no way, but I noticed last time I bought from Red there was like you had an option to ask him like wait a minute or something like that. And I didn't. So I don't know what he says. Uh, And I also don't know, like, I don't know if they're. I assume you have to Google it to know. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much you're taking a risk with art buying NFTs since they're all sold through websites that are, for example, crypto.com sells NFTs. (laughs) There are a bunch of different hosts um, since they're verified through websites. I just can't believe we went from like I'm scared to put in my credit card information, yeah. To I'm gonna buy a digital item,
1: and again, it's like they said that the like the point of it was just for you to know that you do have the original.
0: Basically. Yeah, because truly, anybody else could have a bunch of copies, like the the nyon cat person. Yeah, sold an NFT of Neon Cat. People love Neon Cat. It's the cat with the Pop Tart and the rainbow butt. Mm-hmm. They sold a Neon Cat for five hundred and ninety thousand dollars as an NFT. So somebody owns that one, but like all of us own Neon na- Cat, really. Right, but
1: someone owns the official one.
0: Man, it just it. I think it's um. I think NFTs are part troll. Like I think the people who created them know that. It's just drawing criticism of actual art trading. First of all, I think everything on the internet is somewhat trolling you. Great. But when it comes to digital art, and we see this with memes, there are, like, TikTokers who recreate other people's TikToks and get more likes on it, stuff like that. You can so easily steal on the internet that mm-hmm. it's just, like, bonkers to think that you would own a version of something that's only yours, but it's also being stolen. It's both. Great. Well, I don't know. There are NFTs that interest me now that I've looked at them. Have you bought any? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. The first
1: time I remember seeing NFTs within the last month or two was that Kings of Leon were releasing their album only via NFTs.
0: They made like $2 million on that. That's so dumb.
1: (laughs) That's annoying.
0: Who else could even do that though? Maybe Grimes. Or maybe that's too on the nose for Grimes. Maybe Grimes only sells cassette tapes. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Grimes might only sell cassette tapes.
0: It's one or the other.
1: Like, yeah. Or, like, Grimes might only sell some audio format that only gets sold by Elon Musk. And there's Mm. 500 of them.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Like an 8-track by an
1: Elon Musk. Right, but you can, like, listen to it in space or something.
0: Yesterday I was arguing with someone on Twitter that I realized their username was elongated musk. I was like, I cannot your <laughs> opinion is invalid to me. You just de- disqualified yourself from this conversation. Elongated
1: was, musk. What what was that tweet that Elon Musk made about elongated musk? I don't know. He did a thing. It was like if I ever get didn't you say like cancer.
0: muskgate? Elongate? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, that's funny. I just got the joke. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> oh, Elon Musk, that's a great joke. I've seen that tweet so many times. I never realized it was a joke. <laughs> if he ever gets caught in a scandal, he wants to call it called Elongate. <laughs> Elongate. Oh,
1: that's brilliant. <laughs> wow. Are you going to go wow. back to that person?
0: Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm so sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> Elon Musk is a genius and you're right about everything. <laughs> but Kings of Leon NFT. Yeah. That's mean though. That's mean. Part of what's great about streaming is that more people have access to music. Right. I would with my current socioeconomic status, I would not be able to access hardly any music without streaming.
1: streaming. Yeah. I don't yeah. It just seems odd. Like do they want people like Also <sighs> There's upsides to streaming because it's so accessible. But then, like, if you're someone who wants a physical copy or something like that, then, yeah, you can spend the money on that. Right, but you're going to buy a limited... Also, we used yeah, we used to buy iTunes albums, but that was because so we can put it on our MP3 players or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there was a purpose for it
0: now. Now it's like you're going to stream it on your phone through Spotify or you're going to stream it because you bought it? As an NFT. Also for a band like Kings of Leon, who's going to make enough money off of streams regardless, or whatever they sell, you know, they're going to make a living off of music. I forget sometimes, though, they have, like, that kind of fan. That kind of fan does exist.
1: Did you see the NFT called Crossroad? This is one of the earlier ones that I remember seeing. (laughs) I'll send it to you. It's pretty good. And seeing only this... And knowing King of Leon released their album via NFT was very confusing to me.
0: Yeah, because this is digital art, a gigantic moving gif, kind of surrealist, kind of abstract, giant Donald Trump written in all over with markers and whatever, and people are just walking by. And there's like and a there's Twitter like, bird landing no. on him and little emoji clown popping out. So that's part of it too is that it I didn't realize like okay, you tell me by art and you think of like the Van Gogh thing, this makes sense. And of course it can move because it's digital. Right. But it didn't occur to me that you could put sound, or why would you want to put sound? Right. Until I saw the Snoop Dogg. He made a Doge coin, but Snoop Doge coin. <sighs> And he sings a song about NFTs over it. Yep.
1: And that one, yeah. Can you, so it says, like, here, last edition was sold for 6 million. Is that what that number is?
0: For what, Crossroad? Yeah. Yeah, 6.6 million. So... uh, Oh, this is the one that got everyone's attention most recently.
1: Yeah, and there's another one that's like sixty million. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. But uh it says like make a global offer. So I can just bet on it right now. I think so. It's it's can I save it? No, because Oh, okay. So this creator, Beeple,
0: is the one who sold both. That's why I was confused. They sold this one that you sent me and also
1: Is it just you keep buying it and selling it? Is that the deal? Because, like, at what point do you just have it playing on your iPad in a house? So I'm picturing, like, a YouTuber's house, and you know how they always have, like, iPads, like, just on the wall? Yeah. (laughs) I'm picturing if I bought an NFT, I would have that, and I would have the NFT always playing. And then people
0: could ask, is that the original one, or did you just like it and you downloaded it for free?
1: (laughs) I'm really perplexed by this whole thing that says make a global offer
0: what currency is it there's i have so many questions because i also don't understand the thing is so i don't understand nfts but i also don't understand art trading i don't understand cryptocurrency all of the things like all the components of an nft are also lost on me seems like something people on reddit would do just seems like something for people on reddit but i hope that comment doesn't age well i hope to look back on this episode in however many years and be like wow nfts used to be so foreign
1: i definitely understand it more now than i did a week ago me too or two weeks ago because i watched pete davidson
0: i've seen it compared to baseball cards beanie babies whatever but those are physical things i still don't trust the internet to keep existing
1: yeah i saw i was watching a video of like an artist talking about him he used to do, like, pop art and stuff, and then he started selling NFTs last year. He was like, I didn't really understand the f- lack of physical point. Like, people want to, like, hold something if it's a piece of art, so I would s- I would send physical copies with them. Yeah, but that's not the—like, con- if I understand spending millions of dollars on a piece of art—I mean, I personally don't do it, but, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get that people do it, and why— like I've spent money on art, right? That I could hang or look at. In my this hand. is why I think that it's a
0: troll because also you're because my thought is, you buy an NFT, the grid goes down, you no longer have your NFT. But if you buy, you know that banana that was taped to the wall, mm-hmm. for however much money, you could lose that banana. Oh my gosh! Do you remember that piece of art that exploded? No. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Okay, so Banksy sold a $1.4 million painting, and as soon as it was sold, it self-destructed.
1: Did the person who bought it...
0: No. See it? Yes, yeah, so the person who bought it, bought it, and then it self-destructed. That's a good troll. So it's kind of like <laughs> you're taking that risk, but without you without needing the gag. Oh, that's what happened. It shredded out the bottom of the painting. It shredded out the bottom of the frame. Like, there was a paper shredder. Oh, wow. But that's part of the art. So I guess part of the art here is you're taking on the risk that the grid's gonna go down.
1: I mean, how likely is it that the grid's gonna go down? With this kind of... Did you see that
0: digi-dog? That NYPD dog? Did you see this? Yeah, actually I did. Okay, so we live in a world (laughs) with a robot dog with a camera for a head running around the streets of New York, buying pictures of Nyon Cat online for how much money, I think we're getting there I might sound like I've got my little Tin hat on right now who do, but like, Okay so
1: who do you think <laughs> Who do you think is behind the trolling of the NFTs if this were a troll I just think that the concept Of it is trolly I don't think is there's it, like this.
0: It's not like you know Banksy had a direct hand And like you fool you spent right. over a million dollars And I shredded it But this is just like a general Taking a chance on something that
1: I but guess do you think it, the people Or okay, so taking a chance. Not that the people who are selling these, who started this whole NFT thing, are just going to shut down the grid. But also, what happens if the blockchain breaks?
0: Fuck if I know. Who's
1: behind blockchain? I think that's.
0: There's too much of it that I don't understand.
1: Okay, so it's it's just a system that makes it impossible to change, hack, or cheat the system. You see, those things always.
0: I feel like anything can be hacked. Am I wrong? No.
1: I don't think so. Dude, I was watching, do you know that YouTube channel, uh, Soft White Underbelly? No. They, most of their content is just, like, interviewing people on Skid Row, and a lot of times they try and help them, but they interviewed this guy who had been a hacker since the 70s, and, like, he literally just hacked into everything to like get food to pay for gas like every part of his life he found a hack he found out how to hack into the system get free food and like get free gas and stuff it was wild like the thing he was explaining he was like it was a lot easier in the 70s because nobody knew what they were doing i would bet that guy could hack into this blockchain
0: what i know about technology is that it advanced really fast and now we've got our phones and our computers and whatever and they have gotten to a point where they're really thin and you can have a lot of storage space on a small device. But I also heard that the components that they're using to make these devices smaller and still have a lot of storage space are, like, reaching the size of an atom, so they can't get smaller than they are now. Wow. So maybe things are getting not necessarily a slowing point, but an unhackable point because they're just so small and you can't make something that can run faster or have more storage I see anymore. It. But I don't know. I still feel like really things can be hacked. I watched a lot of Mr. Robot, so I'm pretty sure I understand everything.
1: <laughs> I don't know. With like the Elon Musk's of the world, I don't know. And also these people who are growing up with this more advanced technology have a greater advantage of, you know, they have a higher starting point. Right. Or maybe the people who have the lower starting point are better off because they've seen it from the beginning and know the smaller parts that make it work.
0: right? It's not just a total mystery that just works. Right. All I know is it feels very, uh, very dystopian. I feel very elderly.:
1: <sighs> So blockchain is also used in Bitcoin, which I really don't understand Bitcoin.: I don't
0: understand Bitcoin at all.:
1: Someone I've was never tried me about- for a second, though, to be clear. <laughs> Same. Someone was talking about Bitcoin. They were like, do you, what do you, it was like when we recently found out that apparently it was a ton of money, if you invested in it before, they are like, oh, I wish I would have gotten into it so bad, what about you, and I thought, I thought it was clear, because I didn't know any of the language I was using, that I was joking, but I was like, oh yeah, I bought a bitcoin. (laughs) And I thought that that was impossible to say it that way. Like, I thought it couldn't possibly, that sentence couldn't possibly be logical. Yeah. I bought, and then they're like, oh, really? Is like, yep, I bought exactly one Bitcoin. <laughs> so I thought, surely Bitcoin isn't an actual coin, or like, I just didn't think that that terminology was correct. And then weeks later, they brought it up to me again. And they're like, yeah, so you have Bitcoin though, right? I was like, no. They're like, why? I thought, why would you lie? And I was like, I thought you knew I was
0: no, you really no. can have one bitcoin, I think.
1: You can literally buy have one bitcoin and people will assume you're sitting on like 10 grand. Yep. Yeah, apparently. I thought NFTs had more to do with bitcoin, but apparently they don't.
0: I don't have enough pride, I think, to buy an NFT. I'm okay with the free version of whatever the thing is.
1: I'd say that, but I also can see myself You
0: like collectibles.
1: I do like collectibles, and if the right thing came along, and I was able to, I could picture myself doing it. If there were
0: nostalgic internet things, like, Nyon Cat's in the right direction, but if there was, like, a limited salad fingers NFT That's good that one. I could get for a price that
1: I could possibly afford. Right, but the- I mean, I guess the fact, too, that they're, like, hundreds of thousands of also, dollars. Also, to be honest, I want- well, some of them aren't, but those-
0: I imagine if there was a collectible- salad fingers for example that it would probably be a lot of money but I would want them to be more mainstream before I did it I wouldn't want to be I don't want to be one of the reddit heads that has bitcoin that's not on brand for me (laughs) that's fair like if other people if somebody I want to be able to talk about it in conversation I'm not going to say I have an nft here's what an nft is and I have this one I want it to be like oh you have a uh, Billy and Mandy NFT. That's really cool. I have Chris Crocker's original "Leave Britney Alone."
1: One. Of I was them. actually going to ask you if you would buy one of those.
0: I think he's that only selling one, one, but it's really expensive, obviously. Cause...
1: I bet. But you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: if there yeah. were pieces of the internet that I could buy, or like creepy pastas. Creepy pastas would be a good one. But I would want to be able to talk about it and like have friends. Mm-hmm. In that community, I'm not trying to join Reddit just to talk about my NFTs.
1: That that that's a fair point.
0: Or okay, wait, I guess I totally would buy an NFT depending on the circumstances. But if there's yeah. like if there's an artist that I'm collecting everything of, if I go through phases where like I bought every piece of Adventure Time merch for a while, mm-hmm. I bought every piece of Stranger Things merch for a while. So if that hit at the right time, if something I was really into that I was getting a- as much merch as possible from that one thing, and they had an mm-hmm. NFT. Yeah,
1: see, I, I agree. I think I think I would buy it if it was affordable to me. I would probably buy I could see if there was like an official like, Lizzie McGuire NFT of some sort, I could definitely see myself buying that.
0: With all of these, those it's like I would probably want an official thing. Or Yeah.
1: Like, I want Hillary Duff to endorse yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I guess with some of this art stuff, if it was an artist I really liked and there wasn't another way, I think I would buy a print first before I bought an NFT. But if it was only available NFT, maybe I would.
1: Right. I can't see myself buying, like, an art piece sort of NFT. Like, it would have to be of something that I care. Like, it would have to be, like, literally, like, Elizabeth Maguire or something that I care about that I think
0: would make me want to own it wonder when the jojo siwa nft is going to drop
1: interesting <laughs> what who would be the audience i guess she has a whole new audience now the gays i think yeah
0: yeah i could see some like <laughs> drag queens with a couple extra bucks famous drag queens <laughs> buying a jojo siwa nft I guess yeah. part of the issue is that it costs, like, hundreds of dollars in fees in order to put one up. So, you can, like, not just anyone
1: can put one up. Right.
0: Which is also kind of weird and anti-internet, because so much of the internet is anybody can put their thing up. Anybody can tweet. Anybody can post a picture. Make a podcast. Anybody can make a podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you just need the computer, but now it's... this is This is weird. This is elite.
1: I think once they make it, once there's a way to do it without all the charges, is when it might die down.
0: You know what I could picture? I could picture middle schoolers being like, Yeah, I got the six
1: nine NFT. (laughs) This is the real one. Can you you imagine asking like for Christmas? No. I can't Can you you imagine going to school and someone is like, Yeah, I got this for Christmas, the real six nine. Also, how can you prove it?
0: Screen recording.
1: How can you prove it? Yeah, how
0: how do I prove to my friends that I'm trying to one-up? If nobody believes the official me, one.
1: I'm going to be pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah. To NFTs that are like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I'm being like, no, this is the real one, I swear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a thing.
0: Where does that leave us? No NFTs for now.
1: Yeah, not until the right one comes along. Boy George has some good ones.
0: Boy George is apparently way in the NFT game, which is <laughs> shocking to me.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. He's 59. Oh, that's cool. He's selling them for charity.
0: I just assumed that he was. I would have been, like, shocked if he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and kind of mad. Because, like, I'm sure everyone's assuming he is. If he was just pocketing that money. Especially because he has that one that's Prince called Purple Rain. <laughs> That would be
1: messed up if he was pocketing that money. He says it makes art available to more people.
0: I guess that's kind of true.
1: <sighs> Elon Musk reverses course on selling NFT song. Wait. No. Okay. Do you know about the Elon Musk song? No. Elon Musk has a song. Does he
0: sing? Does he? What is it?
1: Uh, y- yes. I think he sings on it. If I remember correctly. Oh, but I guess. Okay. This is separate. He would sell a techno music track he produced about NFTs. He declared himself the techno-king of Tesla? What does that mean?
0: The techno-king?
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he said he was going to sell this techno song about NFTs. Then he said, actually, it doesn't feel quite right selling this. We'll pass. What a- oh, You're so annoying. I don't like... The Elon Musk fandom, I feel like they're
0: all going to buy NFTs and they're going to have this thing that they know more about that commands explained to you on the internet. Yeah. Then okay. Elongated Musk 5.
1: <laughs> How does this rank with the whole uh, stock market thing that happened a couple months ago? Isn't it just the same exact people?
0: Feels like the same people. I learned an NFT was from Robinhood.com. <laughs> <laughs>
1: com. It's kind of, it's pretty funny if it's the same people because it's reached a pretty large peop- amount of people. Like I mean I know the other thing did, but like boy George, you know.
0: Yeah, it's true. I think this is this is probably more I have a sense that so my instinct about NFTs is this is a weird trend that's gonna disappear. And then I feel like um, you know, people thought the internet was a trend. People thought color movies were a trend and yeah. that everybody would prefer to watch black and white forever because you don't need the color. So my gut that tells me this is just a trend, I then look at history and I'm like, okay, maybe this will stick around. I didn't have any of that feeling about the Robin Hood thing because I was just one subreddit that was making a lot of money randomly yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden after losing money for years, which no one really talked about. All those people lost money for years, and then they managed to hit that GameStop stock and got a bunch of money all of a sudden, and the people weren't involved, tried to get involved, whatever. But this, I feel like, could be a thing. Yeah. And I think, like, seeing Boy George, and even Snoop Dogg, we already know Snoop Dogg will put his name on anything that makes money. Yeah. But that tells me that he thinks this will make money.
1: I think it will become more accessible, too. Well, I mean, there are some that aren't hundreds of thousands of dollars to post it is the hard part paying for like the blockchain services and stuff.
0: I think it must be that. I read it as kind of a vague sentence.
1: Yeah, I think I'll own an NFT one day if it sticks around.
0: What about an NFT of Pete Davidson doing the <laughs> NFT song?
1: Uh no. But I'd rather <laughs> never think about that again. Yeah, I want some meta
0: NFTs. Is that too soon for that? Like an NFT of the NFT website. Right. <laughs>
1: <You> can- <laughs> an nft of crypto.com
0: yeah or an nft of nifty gateway why can't we call them nifties Ooh, yeah that's better whatever i can't keep up i used to i knew what an lol was okay that was as far as i got and now we've got a bunch Were of you words
1: acting like you're <laughs> 40 years old <laughs> that's how i feel there are a lot of new words i don't understand I have to Google everything that happens on TikTok. Same, and I still don't understand them. The ice in my veins? Don't get it. I don't get it either. Like, I I can read it and sort of understand it, but then I see it in action, (laughs) and I don't get it.
0: Anything else? Mm, No. So, so fuck, Mary kill. Um, Saturday Night Live, Eminem, Pete Davidson, that whole thing. Okay. Calling an NFT a nifty. And the Snoop Dogg NFT That's Snoop Doge So it's Pete Davidson (laughs) SNL Nifty's Snoop Doge
1: Um, okay I'm gonna marry Snoop Doge I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna kill Nifty And I'm gonna fuck Pete Davidson SNL (laughs) Eminem. Same answer (laughs) Yeah Snoop Dogg Doge is an easy Mary.
0: Doge is adorable. Snoop Dogg's adorable. Yeah. Reliable. Can't get rid of Doge if we tried. No. I want an NFT of Bad Lip Brian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. I think like a good nostalgic internet thing would be good. I like the idea good. of a salad fingers one. You want an Ermagurd? A <laughs> <laughs> Numa Numa? They could be into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.